Welcome to the Tejas Law PLLC podcast and video blog. This show is brought to you by Tejas Law PLLC, a defendant's law firm guiding you to a new beginning. You can email us at service at tejaslaw.com or find us at www.tejaslaw.com. Warning. This show contains live recorded footage. Parental guidance, although not generally necessary, is suggested. All right, welcome to the Teach Us Law Show, where the topics are random, the jokes don't make sense, and your host may not be coherent. Every show is comprised of a 22-minute segment, which revolves around a topic drawn randomly from a hat of legal topics. Each guest is given one week to prepare, and we use a rapid-fire method of discussion. But it's also a vibe. I Having guess. the mics and shit. I guess, but like, I, I can just do this and do the same thing. Go. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is true. Yes, I, I agree with you. And yeah. it stays on cost. You already have the iPhone. I mean, we already spent a couple hundred dollars on this stuff. So. Yeah, couple hundred. Well, Fuck right? that. I'm taking yeah. it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our levels are good. Um, can you just one more time say something? Something. Something. Does that work? That that did work. Yes, absolutely. If you can talk into the front piece, this is called a unidirectional mic, and what that is is um, it only picks up sound like this way. What about now? Uh, no, don't don't put it in your mouth. <laughs> what about now? Okay, yes. Can that, you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. That's better. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can no, hear I you. That was actually very good. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, no, that voice um, was really clear. <laughs> I was, was like, fuck, what's clear. wrong with my mic? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, uh, we have been recording the entire time. Yeah, I know. Figured. <laughs> Figured. Um, my name is Sahil Patel. This is Tejas Law. Um, I call this the Tejas Law Show. Um, we. This will probably epi- be episode number... I think it's eight or nine. Why don't we just look it up? That okay? Why don't you do that? Um, in the guest seat today we have uh, Raisul Buyan. Buyan. Uh, he was the guest that we had. Esquire, you gotta add Esquire. Esquire. Oh, okay. I was gonna wait till <laughs> I was gonna wait until we got into the podcast to to explain to our listeners um, the the few hundred nine. of you actually. Episode nine. This is episode nine, by the way. That Rasul did pass the bar exam. After his 17th time. No, I'm just joking. After, uh, at his third, <laughs> third time, correct? Third. Yeah. Third time's a charm, baby. Third yes, time's it is. Charm. Yes, it is. And our, our other guest today is um, uh, Manny. Manny. So do you prefer Manny, Manuel? I, people only know me on Facebook by Manny or Manuel, okay. but it's Eric Salazar. Okay. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, no, 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 man. That's cool. Listen, I, I like, do it on purpose. Who the fuck is Manny? <laughs> Bro, we had that one year in Spain. We had uh, the other, uh, the Eric. Yeah. That was there, so everybody oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. called. Everybody referred to him as Eric, and I was like, "Fuck it, just call me Manuel." I'll yeah, you said Manny. sorry to call him Manny. I was like, "Who the yeah. fuck is Manny?" <laughs> um, so, so uh, Eric Salazar is our um, surprise guest today. Um, Eric lives very close to me, <laughs> and um, I had he, he was on my list for a future podcast, um, but it just turns out that because he lives so close, it would be good to have him in now. Um, Manny did, or well, Eric did. Uh, passed a bar exam the first time that he took it. Um, he took it, I believe, in February 2020, correct? Because sure I think, think I did see you in Tampa. Yeah, before the end of the world started. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so um, this is a continuation of last week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago's podcast. Um, the, the episode that we did a couple of weeks ago was um, an episode on what it's like to fail the bar exam. And, and Raisul had just taken the October, which was rescheduled from, I think, June July. or something, July, J- July exam. 
because um, it was rescheduled a couple times. So it was like Twice. August and then and October. The, it was July, then they rescheduled it again in August, and then finally we got it in October. So we, 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 we weren't sure where he was going to be going with this. Um, I mean, I had no doubt, but obviously to keep the the attention and to have you guys come back and listen to us, um, <laughs> we wanted to see where this was going to go. And he uh, was very humble last time he was on the show because he wasn't – I remember a very specific question I asked you. I asked you, do you think you passed a bar exam? Oh, he hesitated on that one. And he did. And, and uh, yeah, well, I was I, what if I failed? What if I'm that? like, yeah, I passed. You know, I did that the first time I took the bar. I was like, yeah, I passed. I got this in the bag. And I'm like, oh, shit, the 133. I even did that the second time. I was like, oh, shit, 135. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you found out that you passed a bar exam, what were you doing? Exactly. I was, I was in bed. You were in bed. Yeah, cause um, I remember I, I remember um, I I kept on like refreshing the Twitter page on Florida Supreme Court, and then they said, "Oh, the scores are out at like 11." Clicked on it, went straight down, saw a pass, yes, and then the first person I texted was my boss, cause she texted me at 7 a.m. wanting to know if I passed or not, and I was like, "I don't know, I'm like half asleep," but and then I called you. So what you're saying is that you called me, mm-hmm. and this is what I was trying to get at. So you called me right after telling your boss, I but did. before telling anybody else. Yeah. I mean, Melissa already knew, but... Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Thanks for popping my bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am thinking that Rasul's <laughs> thinking about me in bed, and he's like, I need to call Sahil. And that's let a little him weird. Know. It is really weird. Yes, well, I agree, but that's... That, I don't think that's, it's weird at all. That's, yeah. that's, how, that's how high I am on, on your list. <laughs> how did you feel? How, how did you feel when you saw that pass? It's about damn time. <laughs> no, um, I felt, I cried a little, but I'm not, like, I didn't, it was, it was humbling. I was happy, obviously, but it was humbling. Like, I, I had the joy for a first few minutes, and then I was like, finally. It, it took me a while to get, it took me a while to get there. I was happy, at the, but if you fail two times as close as you have, as close as I have, and it's just... It feels great to find. It's like, like you know, me, you, and Eric were talking about it earlier. Like, all that. Like, I, I told you, and I talked about it last podcast. I gained like fifty pounds during the year of bar prep. I'm already losing weight. Like it, that. Like these residual effects of just not worrying about the bar anymore feels amazing. Like I feel great. I'm always happy now because I don't have to worry about this until I take the UBE again. But that's that's pretty much it. How'd you feel, Eric? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, Eric, how, how did you feel? Man, I broke my damn desk, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting at home, and the day the bar results came out, I was sitting at home. We were work- we were already working from home at that point. And, um, you know, I decided that I was not going to check the website. I was waiting for them to tweet it out, like the Florida Supreme Court to tweet out that they were, you know, releasing the scores. Yeah, yeah. So I I told myself that until unless I see that notification on my phone, I'm not going to check it. And... Uh, I'm sitting there working, obviously, you know, also looking at the time, and all of a sudden, I just hear, you know, my I girlfriend the off. in the back, and she's like, bar results are out. She's like, go check. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, I don't know. And, Yo. dude, I thought my chest was, I thought my heart was going to beat out of my chest. I honestly thought I was going to have a stroke or something. <laughs> I just, I couldn't. And the closer I got, as I started scrolling down, and I knew my number by heart at that point. And the closer I got to the number, man, the more I wanted to hesitate because... To me, it was a double-edged sword, right? You either you you either pass, 
or you fail, but the uncertainty ends there. And, you know, at one point you've been waiting for your results for so long that you don't want uncertainty to end because you don't want to be on the opposite side of it. And, you know, I don't know why I just, I started to look and the more I scrolled down and the closer I got, the more hesitant I got. And like, I felt like I was going to break down. Like it was weird, dude. I felt this energy leave my body and then like regain yeah, it. Felt dead almost. Yeah, man. And then all of a sudden I just, I see the number and I, and I, I read, um, you know, I, I, I failed the Florida section by a point. So I saw, I saw fail pass, pass. Yes. Oh shit. And <laughs> it didn't trigger for me. And I was just like, fuck, I failed. And then I looked again. I was like, but I passed and I passed authorized to be sworn in yeah and i just let out this biggest scream and i started like, i did the same thing <laughs> just punching my desk and like everything on my desk was started fluttering and you know my dog started barking Madi was behind me so she hugged me and she said congratulations she had seen the results before she told me to go check them so she knew <laughs> um which is something what that i did when she passed the bar i was like i called her and i was like hey go check out the results she's like no 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 i was like what's your bar number i had already had it but i was trying to make it like seemed like I didn't but it was it was great man I just couldn't believe it and it, it took man bar prep was by far the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life taking the bar was the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life like it's just I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe it. I mean even sometimes now when they're like hey uh I'm gonna have you talk to the attorney and I'm like where is he and I'm like no it's Aren't you the attorney? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, what? you're right. I am the attorney. So it's it's weird. It's it's a it's an experience, man. But it's also very humbling because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay. Nobody does. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. I I 100% agree with you. Like when I when I pass, like shit, I I didn't want to check the score because me me and um, Melissa talk about it a lot. I'm still anxious. But I don't know what I'm anxious about. Like, my anxiety is, like, looking to attach to something now that I don't have to worry about the bar anymore. So, like, I'll sometimes attach it to work, but I'm like, yo, I passed the bar. I was telling um, the Angela, uh, the associate who runs the family law department at our firm, I was telling her, I'm, like, I'm a habit, habitual prayer. I wake up and I pray. And I woke up the Monday after I found out and, like, I was praying, and I was like, you know, Allah, please help me um, pass the bar. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't got to do that no more. I passed already. Yeah, dog. <laughs> it's, listen, I've, I grew up, not to switch subjects too too far in, but I grew up Catholic. Um, you know, my sisters converted to be Christians, and I just kind of left. I just kind of stepped aside of religion for a while. And, um, you know, I... My mom would always tell me, you know, you know, I'm, we're praying. My dad would tell me that he was praying. And, you know, the one thing that came to mind the moment after I left the bar, I was like, you know what? Just Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> Honestly, man. Like, I just, I, I didn't know what else to expect. Like, I didn't know what else to do. And I felt great after the first day. I walked out of that, that Florida portion, those essays, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I slayed everything. Like, it was great. I, I felt super hyped. The Florida multiple choice, though. Oh, dude. I was scoring 33% on the Florida will section. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, business entities or business organizations. We didn't have business organizations. Oh, no, you February did. did. Yeah. You did. I, right? I didn't have it. So I get to Florida oh, multiple no, I choice, I lied. I lied. I'm and I'm like, yo, it's going to be evidence, civil procedure, and, you know, business organizations. I got this. You know, if I... 
It was like Corp X, and I'm like, all right, business entities, we got it. And then no, question number two was testator executed uh, properly executed the will, and I'm like, fuck, and everything just like that. All that excitement I had just went out the window, and I'm like, well, give it up to God, and I just started just <laughs> chalking it up, man. We didn't have scrap paper this time around, bro. They still gave us Will's questions with like eight different people, and I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to keep track on a laptop? That's wild. Yeah, they still did that. I mean, it's not an indicator of things to come because they're going to change the exam again. Mm-hmm. But I'm just happy I passed, bro. <laughs> I did not I did not think I was going to pass this time. What did you do differently this time that you didn't do last time? I was alone. I know that, that sounds weird in a sense, but I... So it took me a year to figure this out. And we talked about it on the last podcast. Figuring out just how I study. I learned that I do not work well with others when I'm studying. I learn through repetition and I learn through memorization and then applying it, which sounds very basic, but then I also failed the first two times. So then I clearly hadn't figured that out. So, you know, I spend a lot of time alone, a lot of time reflecting, a lot of time memorizing and a lot of time doing essays and questions. You know, um, like, I, I, I gave Matt and Katarina a shout-out before, but, like, had they not given me their books, I don't know what I would have practiced with because I could not have afforded that bar prep program. But l- l- let me tell you, that made a huge difference. Just me being alone. And then, you know, I sent it to you, my skeletons that I made yeah. for the essays, like, creating your own outlines. Like I think when people take other people's outlines to study for the bar, unless you're really, really smart, which most of us are not, or, like, not smart, or, like, re- like it's easy for you to pick up things. Like, for Matt or even Eric, for example, you know, it's easy for you guys to pick up shit. I don't know. Don't go that far. Don't don't put me on that bunch, man. Or, like, Melissa even. Like, you know, she sees something once, she'll pick it up, like, right away. I don't work that way. It, I mean, I talked about it last time. Just um, attachment and secure transaction. It took me, like, three months to figure out. I was like, what the fuck is this? Even, like, UCC3, like... I st- like it took, you know how long it took me to figure out just negotiation alone. It, it just all it is is somebody with their name or rights to the paper gives it to somebody else. That's like the most basic understanding of it, and it took me so long. That's just how I am, but it was easier for me to do when I was alone, when I was by myself. I think when I'm with, I'm easily influenced by um, people who study with me, and I think that helped me a lot. That's what. That's honestly what I did differently. What, what did What did you do, Manny? That Eric. Either way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use all three names. <laughs> yeah, actually, use all three of them. I'm gonna use all three names. <laughs> At least you pronounce your name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took me up until just now to figure out Rasul's name is Raisul, not Raisin. It's Raisul. Uh, well, same thing. <laughs> um, We've only been friends for like five years. So no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Eric, what did you do that really stood out? That allowed you to pass, or you think that allowed you to pass? I honestly, man, I had a bunch of different approaches. I, I did study with people, but I studied in a room with four other individuals. But most of the time was each one individually doing their own thing, like following their bar pre program. So we were really only in the room to do two things to hold ourselves accountable for making sure that we were there, right? So Shit, I mean, if I, if I didn't show up by 9.30 and they had shown up, then they were already calling me. And if, you know, some of them, they stayed later. So if they didn't show up by 1 o'clock, I'm already a little worried. 
So we that's that's what we did in the room. And then every so often, just to take like a mental break, we would take walks and we would discuss like what we were talking about. It could be muddy because what could happen in that situation, and I saw it happen with other groups that study that way, is that you know if you're taking Kaplan and you're taking Themis and mm-hmm. I'm taking Barbary, yep. the way that I explain something or that they taught me is going to be different and you're not going to get it. And we're just going to end up arguing and fighting because 100%. we are type A personalities and we're lawyers and we're like, no, this is the way negligence works. You know, <laughs> this doesn't really matter. Uh, shoot, you weren't in our class. Um, I don't know. You, did you guys have Shnazi with me for tort? Nah, man. Mm-hmm. All right. So there was one student for whatever reason, just kept on talking about like how you can't be negligent if you hit somebody while swerving on a squir- against a trying to hit a squirrel, and like shit made no sense. But she just kept on arguing, and that's that's what I imagine would be working with like working with somebody with different bar prep programs. Yeah. Like, you just argue about shit, and then none of it makes sense. But it could be, and it depends on how, it depends on the personal's approach, because, like, one of the persons that I was studying with is, um, his name is Brian Hidalgo. Um, um I don't really remember he's, that. He's a great individual, he was, he's, you know, he was, it was, he was crucial to bar prep for me. Yeah. And it was great, because me and him, we never really had that whole, you know, I'm right and you're wrong, it's just like, hey man, this is how I learned it, how did you learn it? And we kind of dissected it to simplify it to the most simplest terms, and find a way that we can... You know, understand it, and then that's it. It's stuck in your brain, and that's kind of the approach that I took in bar prep. Like I just, I went through all the material. I was overwhelmed, dude. I went through fucking rabbit holes, man. Let me tell you, New Year's Eve, <clears throat> my parents were in South uh, South Florida. Uh, my girlfriend went to go see her family in Atlanta, and I stayed here studying because I was like, you know, New Year's Eve bar prep is more important. Don't worry yeah. about it. I already took off time for Christmas. Man, it was eleven fifty nine, and I'm sitting there reading about prison speech did you know there was this mm-hmm. such thing as prison speech i had no idea because the prison or the state has a uh penitentiary interest but what are the chances they're gonna test you on <laughs> right but that's how far in the hole i got in right yeah but you know i took uh naga for constitutional law we didn't talk about first amendment so i i you know i walk into this big portion of the constitution that i don't know what's going right. on right you don't know which part is important you don't know how far or what's important so, you know, I went through these rabbit holes and then what I did was just try to simplify everything. You know, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine that, you know, did not pass the bar. And I was like, hey, man, there's a process to this, right? Like, yeah. go back to the simple things. Like, how did you learn it in class? Off, like contracts, for example, right? How do you learn contracts? You learn contracts through, you learn promises, then you learn offers, acceptance, um, defenses to yeah. formation. Mm-hmm. Condition, excuses, remedies, Parole right? Evidence, stuff like that. In that order. Well, understand it in that order, right? And there's issues all in between those little sections. You have formation, and that has a, a, a slew of issues, right? And then you have defenses, and that has a slew of issues. But if none of these brackets work, then just move on to the next one. And I think it's the same thing with everything. And it's not, I mean, yeah, but like how you learn each subject is very different. Contract mm-hmm. has boxes you can do that with. Yeah. Tort has boxes you can do that with. Subjects like, I don't want to say this. Like maybe I, I don't, I don't want to put myself in the <laughs> well. Like, but there's certain subjects you can't put into boxes. You have to learn them individually. It's not like a free flow essay form that you can learn. No, correct. But yeah. you can formulate it that like way. Like property, for example. Okay, I'm not. Oh, going dude. To... Uh, listen, I I'll be honest with you. I took a gamble with property. <laughs> I know <laughs> that they had said a, the same thing. They had a, they had a full property essay. Uh, when Marty took the bar, right? Yeah. And I was like, yo, they're not going to test property again. They tested property. 
No, not with mine. Not in mine. Not in I ours. I thought they did. No. Uh, we didn't have what was it? Yet. Tort and contracts? No. And then tort. It was torts, had... contracts. And I got a story about this fucking contract session, man. This is, broke my heart. But it was uh, torts, contracts, uh, ethics, and negligence, and Florida con law. Yo, I thought I was going to get tested on property, but then Florida Bar sent out these subjects in advance. And I think it was, for us, it was federal con law tort. Florida con law, family law, wills, um, money mortgages, and ethics for the second essay, and then contracts and ethics for the third one, I think. Mm. Well, it's contracts and UCC3, but I didn't get the UCC3 issue. I honestly thought if they were going to test us in property, it was going to be in the context of like UCC3 or UCC9. Oh, and I, never mind. We had property. Something like that. Um, so I didn't, um, you know, I I didn't really study for for property i mean i studied for the mbe portion of it and i i gambled it out i said you know listen if they give me a property question i've learned enough about the mbe portion of it that i'm just gonna i'm gonna wing i'll be able to wing it yeah you know i i said the same thing i said the same thing about um property because like i said you can't really put like you can't like make a skeleton for it like how would i answer this in an essay for property because there's really no flow to it no it's just all over the you place just gotta know pro- it you just have to know all of it and uh, you talked about this there's really like you mentioned it a lot, a lot too like you can't cheat the process there's really no shortcut for knowing the law for the bar you have to know the law there's like you can't just be like fuck it i'll be fine if i i'll be able to get like nah, you, you can't guess this shit well I have a, I had an approach. One of my approaches for bar prep was very similar, and I was really scared about bar prep because you know I I got to walk the stage with you guys, mm-hmm. and I came back to finish just bar essay and bar survey. Yeah. And my upper level writing because I got hell of excuses until the end. It was crazy. People were like, "How have you not finished that? Did you got to walk the stage?" I was like, "They didn't. Tell, you were on the family law journal with me. They didn't give us any deadlines. Nothing. No, nah, man. We were running the thing. Yeah. We were given the deadlines. No, for the <laughs> academic like oh, yeah. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Barry did that. not give us any deadlines. Like, no. We didn't know until like three weeks before that the journal had deadlines. Yeah, nothing. It was It's crazy, but... That's my one beef with Barry. What? With the upper level. What the fuck? <laughs> that's the one thing. You no, know, I actually... I ended up uh, I ended up booking that. That's the only class that I ever booked in law school. Like, well, not in law school, like at Barry. Which I one? booked... Um, I booked a summer class <laughs> in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we took a Nah, nah, I took it. The, I took uh, internet governance uh, the second year that I went. Shout out to oh. Professor ba- Ballesta mm. from St. Thomas University. That was my boy. We went for Burger King and Breers one time. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I booked that class. But at Barry, I booked um, Pop Culture and the Law. I wrote about Section 230 and First Amendment issues in social media. I think Nick booked that class too. He wrote about Daredevil. I remember his paper. Ah, yes, yes. He did tell me about this. Yeah. Nick, uh, Nick's, a, Nick's a good guy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, he was really interested about... He was really talking about his Daredevil paper. I'm like, hmm. Okay. I mean... I'm, I'm hoping to have him on, on, the, on the show as well. Yeah. Um, all right. He's got away from us for a second. Go ahead. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, now that you've passed a bar, and uh, Eric, obviously, you, you already did pass the bar, but... I'll ask this question first to, to, to Eric, and then I'd ask Raisul. Did I say that right? Hey, got it. it. Right. Um, to answer the same question. After you pass the bar, do you feel 
that Barry prepared you properly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Listen, Barry has a bad rep. People talk poorly about Barry and everybody has everyone has their own experiences, right? So I don't blame him for that. By any by any means, it's not a perfect institution. And I was heavily involved at Barry. I was a admissions ambassador for almost two and a half years. You know, I mean, Dean Diaz was my my mentor through bar prep. You know, she took the time and she literally called me, uh, you know, days in the mornings and like, hey, how are you? And, you know, she took the time to really dedicate it to me. Listen, I blew up on clasp and I had a I had it out with Professor Tran in the middle of class. She was like, Eric, that's very disrespectful. I was like, get the fuck out of here and just walked out. It was, I, I, went, I went at it. And that was very disrespectful of me. But sometimes you get me in a mode, man. And I don't know. Anyways, Professor Tran, we got into it. And I wrote this long email to Clasp. And I was like, you know, kind of just telling them that they were not very supportive, that the process sucked. And I was going to pass the bar without their help. And, you know, I, dude, it was it was a long-winded email. Um, So much so that Dean Diaz called me. And she was like, hey, what happened with Clasp? I saw your email. And I'm like, and I told her and we talked. In retrospect, man, they really do help you a lot. You know, Professor Tran could have just told me, could have not spoken to me after that either. And, you know, she took the time to talk to me. Professor Scoville is, you know, that lady is heaven sent, man. Um, 15 minutes before the bar, I took her out. And some of the drills that I started doing for bar prep was I would, I wrote out these skeletons kind of deal that Razul did. Um, and I would go through them, right? So the day of the bar, I took Professor Scoville out. And I was like, hey, Professor Scoville, come with me. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette, but I need you to, I need your help or something. She's like, what's up? And I'm like, all right, we're going to run through all of these topics. And just tell me if I'm wrong or right. Tell me if I miss anything. And I'm like, all right, so if I if I have a contract, I say I'm looking for bam, 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 bam. If not, I'm looking for this. And then I got to remember this and I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got I can't forget this. And if this comes up, then this issue, I got to, you know, like just kind of like a brain map of everything for all subjects. I think it was like seven subjects in total that I had in my head. And she spent 15 minutes with me. And we did that about three times before I walked into that test. And she said, you know what, Eric, you're, you're going to be as ready. You're as ready as you're going to be. Just go ahead and do it. You know, Scoville, um, what's, what's Professor Hendricks? Hendrickson? No. The, the new, the new, uh, the new dean of, of class that came in. Well, you know, he was, he, he was great. You know, he was very helpful, very, you know, very involved. Grossman, obviously, you know, his emails. I don't know why. I don't know. That guy is a magician, bro, because his emails come in at the right moment. Like, yeah. right when you want to, like, drink your way out of bar prep, you get the email from Grossman. He's like, hey, I told you you were going to be feeling this way, but pucker up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. Good stuff. <laughs> Shout out to Jonathan Grossman, man. This guy's a, this guy's a genius. He, he is. Um... <laughs> but but Barry, Barry does prepare you. I, I, I don't want to say Barry prepares you. Barry gives you the tools. You mentioned it last yeah. time in your podcast, and I, I 100% agree with that. Um, I, 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 could, I don't know what it is with bar, Barry's bar passes rate. But, you know, I know intelligent people that didn't pass the bar. I mean, Ray Zul's extremely intelligent. You know, like, don't let him fool you. I, I think, you know, we've studied for classes together, and I've always told him, dude, you're a lot smarter than me. Don't, don't, don't kid yourself. <laughs> and, you know, he it took him it, he struggled you know i have i know other people who are extremely important like intelligent and also struggled i know people who didn't put any effort man that passed the test yep people who yep didn't study and people well, who don't the, the senior associate who um for work comp in my firm he did he hasn't he didn't do one essay for the bar prep mm -hmm. 
Motherfucker had a 150. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, like some people are just, it's just naturally easy for them to take tests and get RASP material. That's what I was telling you. But like the, the senior associate for family law, Angela, she's like, yo, I studied my ass off. I didn't take any breaks, no vacations, nothing. I studied from 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. And I was like, and she's like, I barely passed with a 140. And meanwhile, Chris is over here like just barely studying, getting dude, 150. I'm telling you, so I was like, it's crazy, but... That's, I mean, does Barry prepare you, bro? If you let it prepare you, yeah. If you want to put in the work, listen, I'm of the opinion that, you know, hard work beats talent all day. Yep. Right? I mean, you can be as talented, but, it, you know, if you don't put in work, that's it, man. And that it's a little bit of putting in the work with some confidence, man. I had to remind myself every single day at bar prep, the first day I drove to campus to go to the bar prep, I cried in my car. I kid you not. I, I was driving. Me too, me too. Me too. Yeah, dude, I was driving to campus and I just, I felt this fear come upon me and I just started crying because I didn't know if it was enough. And I was like, listen, if you would have told me 10 years ago I was going to be in law school, I would have fucking, I would have laughed in your face and well, said, you know yeah. what you're talking about, right? There's, there's a reason why I got here, man. This is, there's, there's, there's stuff that I, you know, I have the ability. I just got to believe in myself and I have to put in the work, Yeah. right? And every single day, that's all I did. The people at Barry were helpful. I went to class, but they all made time for me. Professor Scoville, Professor Tran, um, you know, they were all extremely helpful. And, you know, the dean sat down and gave me her own personal tips. She gave me, I have her own personal cell phone number in my, in my cell phone. You know, I think it's all about how your, your perspective, right? My girlfriend also passed the bar and she did it by herself. She studied with, you know, a couple of friends and she, but she didn't really go to class for much. And... You know, I mean, but she's 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 a genius though. So it's, I mean, yeah, I can't even is. compare. Yeah, she aced it. Right, so what about you? What was the question again? Yeah, the Barry <laughs> prepared you for the bar. Yeah, do you think Barry? Uh, after, now that you've passed, do you feel that Barry Law School, Dwayne Johnson School of Dwayne Law? Dwayne Andreas, you yeah. went to school there. It's right there on the wall. <laughs> do you think they prepared you for the bar? I talked about this when I was here for the last podcast. Yeah, but now that you've passed, how do you I, feel about it? I'm going to be honest. I think, like Eric said, Barry gives you the tools. Because even throughout the third time, I was on Dean's sites. Uh, you remember sites. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Dean's sites is um, weekly topic discussions to like pick up things here and there because... I had old bar prep books, and as you know, Florida Civ Pro and Florida Crim Pro's updated a little bit since I initially took it the first time in 2019, in July. So he would, like, give us the new tips and new information for, for, for Florida Crim Pro, how we saw things. So I think Barry gives us the tools. I even, like, I told you last time, if I had a question, I'd ask Tran. She'd get back to me right away. I had a question, I asked um, Dean Seitz. She'd get back to, he'd get back to me right away, and they were very helpful in that regard. I do think I do think everybody has very individual experiences. I don't think it's fair to paint a stroke, say, you know, everybody has this one experience at Barry. It is my opinion and my belief that Barry gives you the tools, and you have to do some work yourself. And I, I think that's fair. And I think that's what Barry does really well. I don't know if that answered your question. No, that, that makes sense. Do you think Barry prepared you? Well, I mean, I, I failed twice, but 
I, yes, I, I do think, and I said this last time too, is I think the bar exam in the state of Florida is the great equalizer. And um, it is very, in my opinion, very fairly administered. It's supposed to be hard. It is. Um, and with that being said, I think the schools in general here, um, well, I mean, you know, you wouldn't be in business if you weren't preparing your students at least somewhat in a respectable manner. And, and, and I think Barry does a good job at preparing students, but you're also going to have some students who just don't put the effort into it. I will fully admit it. My first time, I did not put the effort into it. I didn't, I didn't make a single outline on my own. Um, I mean, in fact, in law school, I don't, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't make a single outline on my own. That blows my mind. I, I don't know how you did. That I didn't, is wild. I, I did wild. not brief a single case on my own. That's even fucking wild. Considering you have Shanazi, that's wild. Yeah, and, and because because I had the, I guess the right friends in the right places, they would teach me. I I I, I tell the story as a joke, but it's very embarrassing. Three days before the torts exam, final exam, I didn't know that negligence requires. All four or five elements, depending on how you... How you learned it. Yeah. So, you know, you get duty, breach, causation, damages, right? And causation is broken up into approximate and... Um, actual. actual. Yeah. And I just thought you just needed one of them. <laughs> you just needed, like, duty or breach. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I didn't notice until a, a friend, a very good friend of mine, Nick, um, he sat me down and he was like, man, you know, you're 48 hours away from the exam and you don't notice. I, I ended up getting a... God bless Nick. Uh, yeah, God, God bless Nick. For real. I would not be here if it, if it wasn't for him. Um, and I ended up doing fairly okay on the exam. But the point is, I, that even that wasn't a wake-up call for me. Because that was my 1L year. The second second year, I, I, I started you know talking and interacting more with the professors and learning a little bit more on my own. But I didn't make a single outline on my own. I, I didn't brief a single case. Um, and I'm going to be very, very frank about this. I paid the price the first time around. Two weeks before the bar exam, the first time around, um, Professor Khan and I had a conversation, and he's like, you know, you're scoring in just a barely pass range on Florida and on the MBE side. You might want to, fo- you know, focus on just one and consider just not taking In all honesty, portion. I know we just talked about Barry. I think that was bad advice. But, I mean, in any case. Like, hindsight is twenty twenty, but I you should have yeah, taken both listen, parts. I, ha- I had my qualms about Professor Khan. Um He's a great guy. I mean, he's a phenomenal. Amazing, absolutely so, love him. Yeah. Absolutely love him. I mean, and I, I took his criminal law class when he was first welcoming to Barry. Yeah. And I was not having it, man. I just, I wasn't, I was not into his little, you, you know, what's crazy? Follow, hear the motions and like, what are your arguments? And I'm like, hey man, let's get to this cases, bro. I'm trying to figure out this criminal law shit. You know what's crazy though? Him and Nagov used the same material, the exact same yeah, material. Yeah, but it's his approach and, and I, listen, I like him as, a, as, as an individual. He reminds me of one of the sergeants that I had in ROTC back in high school and he he's great man but you know he was kind of just starting to like get his his groove and he was trying to figure out a way to get the students engaged and i was not receptive to that in retrospect even at the end of that semester when i studied for his class and people were you were taking the gov at that point mm-hmm. um you know people were bugging out about the gov's final and i was worried about his final too because he tested us um florida law mpc and common law that and made no sense to me. I don't know why he did that. It was that. the best thing he could have done, bro. I, I don't get that. Why would he? Why? Because you needed to learn that for the bar, one. And two, he used to use bar essays to explain to us how, they, how it worked. Yeah. And honestly, when you, when you take a step back into it, dude, it's all the same, right? Yeah. In Florida, it's, 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 uh, it's pretty much common law, mm-hmm. right? Just add them into degrees, right? right? So his approach was great. And I did great. I mean, I, I, 
listen, I never studied for those for that class. I never read any any That's cases. Wild. This is wild to me. I don't know how you guys did that shit. I barely got. Don't get me wrong, man. Listen, bro. But you saw me on campus right before finals, like bugging out, chain yeah, smoking yeah, yeah. like a hooker, like yeah. trying to figure this out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, I I had to work. Like the Gov's exams were hard as fuck. And I barely got B's on those exams. Dude, I cried after her constitutional law exam. <laughs> and the reason why I cried was because after the essay, I saw everyone's face of despair. And I'm like, dude, the people that are most like engaged in class are concerned. I have absolutely <laughs> no shot of passing this test. And then I was like, maybe I can make it up in the multiple choice. And I, no. Oh. And we all walked out of there and like, I kid you not, man, the entire class looked at each other and they were like, what the fuck was that? And I don't know if you guys ever took Wills and States. In well, a... well be, be, before we get into that, I, 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 the reason why I, I brought up, or I should say I answered that question um, in terms of Barry preparing us, um, the reason why I answered the question that way was because it, it kind of resonates back to the initial conversation that we had in the first podcast and the initial conversation that we started with this podcast. Everybody learns differently. Mm-hmm. And it took me a very, very long time mm-hmm. To realize that now you had said this best i'm talking about rasul um and manny had touched on this as well eric eric manny <laughs> so no. mr salazar <laughs> mr salazar touched on this on this really well um, <laughs> some people might be able to just get the outlines and learn mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. people need to actually make and struggle with the outlines yeah. some people can just do visual learning tools or whatever it is and, and, and learn it took me a very very long time to learn how I learn. Uh, in fact, I didn't learn how I learned until um, I took the MPRE again. Florida has this rule where if you don't pass the full bar exam, um, your score expires after 20, 25 months. 25 mm-hmm. months. So my MPRE score just expires this, or it, it did just expire this year. Um, and so I had to retake the MPRE. The first time I took the MPRE, and I'm very transparent about this, I got, a, I got an 86. I just barely passed. I got an 81. Yeah. Well, so... I got the 86, I just barely passed, but I studied like crazy when I took the MPRE the first time around. I did practice essay, uh, practice essay, uh, practice test. Um, <laughs> you know I, practice <laughs> You know what I mean. That's, I did, that's I did, PTSD <laughs> from the bar right there, ladies and gentlemen. I, took, I, I, I did practice tests on campus, off campus. Um, I did my own outlines, reviewed outlines for hours and hours and hours, and I still just barely passed. The second time around, this, this time in, in August... I didn't. I reviewed my outline once, a brand new outline that that that, that Kaplan gives out for free, just once. Mm-hmm. But I did 500 multiple choice questions on my own, and I reviewed those multiple choice questions to see what I got right and what I got wrong, and I scored a 99 this time around. Awesome. I only studied for about four weeks this time, as opposed to four months last time. Yeah, but so, your month, four months of studying was that quality study. Well, that's that, that's that, that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to trying to trying mm-hmm. to zone in on here is that. It's, it's all about quality and how I learned. So for me, the quality was that this time I was so focused that I needed to, it was like, listen, this, you know, the bar exam is the big bad beast. You should be easily able to pass a damn MPRE, mm-hmm. at least in my mind, since I already had done it once. But for me, it was really about testing this, this, this strategy. Katarina sits, you know, in the office next to me. Um, she's like top two of, of, of her class. Mm-hmm. And she had told me the same exact thing. It's like everybody studies very, very uniquely. You just have to figure out how you study. Mm-hmm. So, so I used this, this, this theory of studying and it worked for me. Now, I want to go back and talk about Khan because I took his criminal 
procedure, criminal law. I, I already criminal forget. law. Yeah, I forget already because it's been so long. His class, his first semester or second semester that he was teaching. Yeah, he had two classes. I think one was in the morning and then yeah. I had the evening one. Yeah, so I had to... I, I, I had to you had it with Marty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. I ended up getting a, a, a B in his class, yeah. which I was not expecting. But his teaching style, some people didn't like it. A lot of people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But it worked so well for me because he almost forced me to make my own outline, even though I didn't. He almost forced me to make my own outline, and I had to learn because he would he would call on you and ask you questions, and if you didn't actually understand the material, there was just no way that you can that you can. Yeah, you needed that. to have a Gorman. Yeah, so you needed a Gorman. Yeah, so it, it took me a long time to realize how I learned, and I, I look back at law school, and there was bits and pieces and 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 parts with with professors that really stand out to me, and his class did stand out to me because that actually taught me some of the basics of learning. Um, and and to our listeners, I know there's a lot of you out there who didn't pass the second or third or fourth or fifth or I've heard in some cases seven times. The most I've heard is twelve. But you have to learn to study before you can actually study, and I am. I am angry at myself that it took me 35 years to learn this. I'll be 36 in February. It took me 35 years to, to learn this. Um, my grades throughout my entire career of education have been shit. Um, they've always been C's and most cases D's. In many cases, actually F's as well. Um, I found a report card of mine from 7th C's grade. C's and D's get degrees. Well, yes, I guess so. So um, I, I, I found an old report card of mine from like when I was in 7th grade. And it's just C, D, F, C, D, F. And somehow I still managed to pass. And I, I realize now that the only way I've gotten through life by being as successful as I, I, I guess I, I have been is because of the fact that I can talk and get myself out of situations or get yeah, myself out of situations. Yeah, but you can't really do that with the But as a lawyer, you can't do that. No. And that, that's, that's why I'm trying to bring this back now in a circle is that everybody learns differently and you can lie to yourself and say that you studied, but you got to be true to yourself. And I know for the first time in 2019 when I took the bar exam, I did not put 100% effort in or even 50% effort in. The second time that I took it with, with Rysul, um and Melissa was our coach. Um, Your I, coach. Well, yeah, I guess my coach. Um, I, I gave her... You gave her two weeks worth of effort. I'm calling yeah, you out. I gave, her, I, I gave her two to three works of 100% effort. But prior to that, and we started in October that time. Mm-hmm. October, November, December, I gave her maybe 20% of effort. January, maybe 50%. And then February, I gave her like 75 to 90%. And I still came up short. I, I, got, a, I got a 132 on the MBE, um, so four-point shy of passing. Mm-hmm. If I would have just put a little bit more effort in, just maybe 10 more questions, I would have passed. And I, and I can stand here and say, no, I did everything I can. But no, the truth is the truth. And, and our listeners, and, and I'm not trying to, trying, trying to put you in a corner here, but... You need to be true to yourself and realize that maybe, just maybe, you're not learning the way you think you're learning or you're just not putting the effort into it. I fully admit I didn't, um, and, and, and maybe maybe you guys need to as well. But I kind of want to piggyback off that because I don't want people to think, oh, they're failing because they're not doing enough. Look, I talked about this a lot. The second time around, because I passed Florida the first time in July, but I did not pass the MBE. The second time around, I put as much effort as I could. I didn't know how I studied, but I tried my hardest. And I just failed. It didn't work. And that's okay. Now you have to figure out, like, Eric talked about this. Very intelligent people that I know of. We went to school. I talked about this a lot in in the last podcast as well. Excuse me. We had some very intelligent people. 
at Barry. I know a lot of people don't think that way, but we had some brilliant minds at Barry, and a lot of these people didn't pass either. You know, they probably tried their hardest, but I have a friend of mine. He had a 4.0 GPA. He went to UCF. He did, um, um, what's that called? Statistics was his major. He clearly a smart guy, you know, but even he didn't pass. And he tried his hardest, and now he's not taking the bar anymore. That, it's not a lack of effort. You just don't know how you study, and I think that helps to figure it out. Yeah, that, like, a lot exactly of, like, it, I don't yeah. want people to be like, oh, man, I clearly didn't try hard. No, th- that's bullshit. Sometimes it's accepting that maybe I tried enough, maybe I did what I could have, or my, what I thought was my best, and it didn't work. Now we have to try something different. You know, I think... For people who fail the bar, like, multiple times, I think it's a combination of certain things, right? Like, for some people, maybe, like, you know, for example, you've admitted that, that you know, you didn't put a lot of effort in. For, maybe that for you is it. You know, maybe for you the second time that you took it, it was not on, not that you didn't put in the effort or you didn't know how to study, but subconsciously, you're, you're going to have that doubt, right? That yeah, I fear. also didn't have the confidence I needed. You talked about confidence. I went in there thinking I was going to fail. I did not do that this time. Yeah, dude, listen, one of the biggest things to me was, you know... I didn't want to hear people telling me that I was going to be fine. Yeah. I didn't want people telling me that I was going to pass. <laughs> we talked about this. You know, I don't want. I didn't want people. I didn't want to talk about the bar during bar prep, right? Mm-hmm. Even my parents. I was like, my mom was like, it's just a test, and I was like, don't, just don't say that, right? Because you don't understand, right? You don't understand how this is the culmination of the past, you know, three years of law school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, it's not an A or B situation. It's a, either you did or you don't. And even my sister, she, you know, I had a huge argument with one of my sisters who was like, um, I truly believe she was trying to be nice about it. She was like, hey, you know, don't beat yourself up even if you don't pass. You know, that doesn't mean anything. You're not, you know, it doesn't mean anything. I was like, and I called her on the phone. I was like, why the hell would you send me that text message? I was like, do not put that negativity in my life. Like, don't even, don't even mention it. That's not an option. She was like, but it is an option. And you have to understand the reality because once you let go of that fear, then mm-hmm. you'll be free to accept whatever comes. And I'm like, I get that point. But that's not what I want. I'm not trying to understand It just doesn't right help now, right now. Right? Like, yeah, this is not the right thing to say. I'm not saying they're, like, they're not wrong. Correct. She's but, 100% correct. Yeah. She's right. Once I let go of the fear of failing, the likelihood of me succeeding is much greater. Right? right. But I'm already there. I don't need to think about failing <laughs> again. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing, you know, it's lack of effort, not necessarily knowing how to study. Um, I know people who put in the effort, but just were, you know, weren't putting in the effort in the right places right. or approaching the material the right way. Yeah. You know, even in law school, one of my biggest things that I used to tell people all the time when they were like, hey, you know, I need help studying for this class. I'm like, don't study for the test, bro. If you study for the test, you're doomed to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. What you need to do is you need to understand the material. So that there's no way that they can test you where you can fail. That's my that was the approach, and I sucked at at school, man. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't remember high school like what I learned. I don't know how I graduated high school. Um, you know, I had to learn how to write and grammar in college, and and when I was getting my associate's degree. Yeah. You know, UCF, I did great in UCF, and uh, you know, I did political science, and I skated, and I, I did good. I did A's and B's. I don't know how. But when I got to law school, I had to learn, like, learn, figure out how to learn. And I struggled with it. And I had a, a really good friend of mine who, I don't know if I could have done law school without him. His name is Jigger Shodan. Shout out yeah, to Jigger. Yeah, yeah. Man, this guy was heaven sent. Me and him were like this from the jump. And I think it was until my last year that we didn't that we started taking different classes. 
But me and him, we would dissect the shit out of all the subjects, man. And we got down to the nitty gritty. And if I didn't, you know, we needed to understand all of it for that same reason. It's because if I know the material, there's no way that you can test me. That's how life is. That's 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 how you practice law, man. So that's the approach that I took. And like I said, you know, you obviously try to figure out how they're going to test you. But if you know the material and if you hone in on the material, you know, you already know where the questions are coming from, how they're going to ask you about certain things. You know, once you read like, you know, Mary and 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 Alex got married, you know, and they had two kids and they moved to Florida they bought a home, and now they're going to get a divorce. What are the family law issues? Like, oh, well, parenting plan, child support, alimony maybe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. homestead, mm-hmm. division of property, Yeah. right? Like, all the, like, once you understand the material, there's no way that they can test you. I, that's, I think that's going to be – that's what I would, I would tell everyone is don't study for the test. Don't study to, like – don't right. just memorize. Understand how this applies. So anyways, any scenario that they throw your way, you can get it. I mean, that's what I tried. Not that I did the best at it, because, I mean, I, I passed the Florida by, I failed Florida by a point, 135. Hey, Ooh. man, you passed the NBA. That's all that matters. Barely, man. I got a 142. I was like, thank God. And I went from, I'm going to pass the bar to the day after the bar. I was like, man, I just want to average out. <laughs> I just want to average That was my out. thing. I was like, I just want a 136. I was happy with that 140 I got, but oh, damn, I really, Listen, I was the like, second part of the MBE was so difficult for me, right? Because, obviously... We all go through that, right? You go into the MBE, and some of your friends are like, that was cake. And people are like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> right? And then you go back, and they were like, man, that was harder. And you're like, oh, the second part was easy. No, man, listen, the last 100 questions, I want to say the last 50 questions in the MBE, or the second part of the MBE, I was petrified every time I answered it, dog. Because I was like, is this going to be the one that's going to do me in? Is this gonna be the one question that's well, gonna that, yeah, that I'm gonna, that's yeah. gonna hold me back? Honestly, I mean, I think I lucked out because they didn't make me take the MBE. Mm-hmm. Because I, everybody says Florida's the hard part. I honestly think MBE is the hard part of the bar exam. I only think Florida's a hard part because of the essays, man. Because the MBE, the the questions, the answers are there. You just gotta pick the right one. But for the essay portion, you gotta it's off the dome, bro. I guess I mean what I say that. And, and, you know, every person's different. Mm-hmm. I, I, I talked about my lack of confidence. So, like, I get down to two answers. I'm like, shit, I don't know if it's right. But my head, I know the law, but this is telling me it's not the right. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, I hear you. And here's here's what I think about, like, back to the question about Barry. Listen, I had great professors at Barry, and people may have different experiences. Thank God I never had Shinazi. Whether he is or I not, really you know like Shinazi. Nah, man, get out of here. <laughs> This man's way too confrontational. I'm paying you to teach me not to bully me, bro. <laughs> I, I, I actually had um, lunch with Snazzy, um, just him and I alone. You would. Uh, I My first year of law school, I mean, this is this is how much of lack of effort I put in. My first year of law school, the school had an auction where you can auction. Oh, yeah, SBA. Lunch. Yeah, yeah the, the, lunch, the lunches with the professors. I won every single one. Nice. I won like seven auctions. It was insane. I must have spent like 500 bucks on, on having lunches with all the professors. And um, Snazi was one of them. And we you went spent to... 500 bucks? I, I spent like 500 bucks. just having on, lunch with people? Just, just having lunch with people. It's fucking retarded. It's not even, you're it's not so even paying for the meal. You're just paying so to have stupid. the opportunity. You're so paying for the experience, bro. That's how yeah. you live, baby. My, no, 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 my no. thought process was that, that if I have lunches with these professors, maybe I'll get some sort of... Insight. Insight or... to learn... 
And then I went out and I bought every fucking horn book that was available. To <laughs> I did everything except actually study in law school to, to get by. I, and he knows this. I mean, my, my horn book collection is is insane. I have more outlines than anyone in <laughs> law school at this point. Well, um... But so, so back, back to the lunch. We, we, we had lunch. We went to a Turkish restaurant. Fantastic. He is a very nice, down-to-earth individual. His yeah. teaching style isn't for everyone. And I understand that um, his slides are all over the place. Like, there's so much content in them. But he is a phenomenal, smart gentleman. Everyone's got their own opinion. And I think his teaching style was very frustrating for me. But I did learn some things from that. And I know there are some people who are like, I didn't learn anything. That's what, I don't people... get how you don't... It's it's easy to learn a Shnazi's class. Well, you know who they say that about, bro? And I think he's one of the greatest professors that that place has. I mean, aside from Professor Judith Coons, which shout out to Judith Coons. She is... Honestly, listen, I had, that lady was in my ear when I was writing that Florida con law essay. Oh, me too. At, bro, everything. And I was like, I looked at the essay and I'm like, what am I missing here? And, and I, I, I kid you not, she popped in my head and all I heard, she says it in every class. Methodical, step by step. <laughs> she does. Right? And I was like, okay, well, what do you mean by that, professor? What do you mean methodical? And she was like, and then again, her voice was like, never skip a beat. When you're doing a, a Florida Conlo essay, start at the very top. Yeah. You got standing, and I was like, bitch, I missed standing. I went up there and I wrote up mm-hmm. my standing. Yeah. So, Professor Coons was great, but, you know, she is a, a gem. But people, and I don't, I don't know a lot of people that talk bad about her. I know people that, that you know, didn't like her class because she was difficult. And when you're it's taking a hard class, you have to do well. Florida Con not, Law is a hard. It's topic. not a hard class, bro. It's, it's just that class. no, the way that the way that McGinley taught it was it made it easy for everybody to take the class because you didn't have to really do much. You know what I'm saying? But Professor Coons, bro, people, you know, people like Antoinette. Um, uh, Antoinette Romano, I think it is. Yes. Um, She's what's her name? Yeah. Um, she just got married. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, no. Uh, classmate of ours. Yeah, one of our classmates. Um, Autumn. Autumn. Autumn Toller. Autumn Toller. She. Um. You know, I would see them at the. You know, in the in front of the courtroom every every Monday, Wednesday, whenever the class was. You know reading for that class yeah you know and they they worked hard and they're i mean these are these are incredibly smart individuals so you know i decided that i wasn't going to take mcginley i wanted to take professor coons because i wanted to learn i also had her from for uh torts and i learned a lot um but people like uh professor um ah what's his name you just said it no the guy with the afro ah Leacock? Yes. Shout out to Professor Stephen Leacock, man. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, I cry, during bar prep, I cried in his office. He made me cry in his office. Mm-hmm. He made me broke. He made me break, dude. He, uh, I kept asking about business orgs, and he was like, okay, what are you really here for? And I was like, I'm just scared, Professor. And I started breaking down crying. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 no don't cry. The cry's not going to help you pass the bar. <laughs> And so, I was like, so, so well, I mean, if we're giving shout outs to Professor, I really want to give a big shout out to Professor O'Gorman. All right, that's my guy. Yeah, like, I've... Ooh, the guy's a fucking genius. I, I never had his class, but I went to Barry because the way that he... Out, man. Yeah. Like, those contract classes, I use my O'Gorman contracts and my Coons Florida Con Law that was, outline listen, That was a deciding factor for me to go to Barry. Yeah. I went to an open house. I saw O'Gorman give a speech, and I was like, I want to I want to learn from this guy. And then the only... These, like, I guess my compromise was because I was a night student. Yeah. Um, I had um, Professor Jonathan, mm-hmm. and they used the exact same... 
text. Amazing. Perf- the, they wrote the book together. Yeah, they I had wrote him for the book. Zifra. To, yeah, and um, so you know, it was I was kind of like getting, you know, a great value version of O'Gorman, but I mean. The, <laughs> great the, value for Jonathan's been practicing for like 30 40 years yeah shout out to <laughs> Professor Jonathan I mean but he, his thing is civil procedure not contracts yeah you know amazing civil procedure amazing so from what I've heard and I sent him in one of his civil procedure classes and I was like man I should have taken him but I did have Professor Coco for civil procedures so shout out to her you know she she loves me she I was well, probably her favorite night student Got it. <laughs> I guess we should probably address the what to expect in the so bar I, I, I think um, yes we, we, we will address that next um, typically, our podcasts are supposed to be under 30 minutes, but because of this two-part special, um, it's the last one was like an hour and a half. Um, this one's probably going to be even longer than that. Uh, we'll probably do like another 10 minutes, um, but one of the things that I do want to hone in on um, before we go to your your uh, Raisul, your, your topic um, is we all learn very differently, and it may not just be the effort issue. It may not just be how you learn it may just be luck i i don't know but at the end of the day i think the the the, the goal here or the or the or the, or the viewpoint is going to be every person is so damn unique mm-hmm. that i think the first thing that one person or, or, or an individual do or should do is figure out what that uniqueness is for me it was learning how to learn um, for you, it might have been something else. Uh, for you, it was something else as well. Um, and I know a lot of our listeners are in the same boat. So, you, you know, you're, you're probably putting 100% effort in. That's fine. Maybe you're just not understanding how you learn. Or you may understand fully how you learn, but you may not be putting the effort in. And, and it's probably not even your fault. You might, you might have a full-time job. You might have a family and this and that. But at the end of the day, that's going to be something you're going to have to figure out is how to learn, how much effort to put in, and everyone's going to be so damn unique. Um, Russell, you had a, a topic that you were just talking about. What was that again? What to expect when you what get to the bar. What to expect when taking the bar. All right. I can't really say anything on that because of the fact that I failed twice. Yeah, but you uh, took it. Yes. However, I will say that one of the things that really freaked me out about the bar was the fact that there was so little information on what to expect on the day of the exam. Right. Where to go, where to put your bag who to talk to. We're not so, going to have the issue this time though. I understand that. I agree. But even like, even now it opens up a whole new can of worms because you know, are they going to call us and tell us that the bar exam has started? Are they going to send us a text message? No. You, is it a pop-up on your computer? What, what happens? Tell us. Russell. So when I took it this time and I think the procedure, the exam will change most probably because now the NCB is administering online bar exams or uh, online MBEs because I assume they got a lot of flack for not being able to do that last time. But what I think, and this is what I did this time around, they, they send you emails the morning of with instructions, and they send you emails like the week before and then a month before. And they give you dates. That is the least of your worries. The exam will be fine. As long as you go to a quiet place, no distractions, you will be fine. You have a laptop, good internet connection. Like, I'm not trying to minimize anything, but like if you have faith in the process, it'll be fine. That's you don't have to worry about that as much. I don't know how people get any sleep the night before. I didn't. I was up to like four a.m. I woke up at six. Mm-hmm. I think so because it's online this time around as well. When you take it in February, 
I can't speak to f- speak for future exams because COVID is it's up and down. You, you, we don't know when it's going to end, but I know that uh, this time coming around, if the procedures stay the same, they'll send you emails. They'll tell you when you can start. It'll most likely be ExamSoft again for Florida, and NCBU will use, use its own format. Anybody that's used Adaptivar, I'm like, you take a hundred question exams. I assume it'll be like that. It'll be hundred question exams online, stop, hour, and then they'll give you like they release the passwords. I think half an hour before, and then, um, like when it's time, like for us it was eight o'clock, and the exam started I think around eight fifteen. At eight, you can enter your password, and you can start between that, you know, eight to eight fifteen time frame. Um, what I didn't like, and this is where I think future students will have disadvantage, with the essay portion. It it worked to my favor because I knew the subjects in and out, for my essay topics. But for if I had a property essay, I think I would have been screwed. The fact that they're giving you each single essay and you can't switch back and forth now. I think Melissa talked to you about it a little bit. Yeah. Like you're not gonna have that luxury because they're gonna give you one essay at a time. You have to do that essay. You can't just be like, essay number one, not too strong on. Let me do essay three, and hopefully, well, I'll do essay three really fast, essay two really fast, and then essay one I'll take. Action. You don't have that luxury anymore. I think that's probably the only thing. And then like I'm, I assume it'll go back to the five subject multiple choice as opposed to the nine we had for Florida. And it'll be, again, same thing. 50 questions, break. 50 questions, break. I assume that's how it will be procedurally. You will know more about this than I do. I recommend taking time. So between the short breaks, just go to the bathroom, drink some water. Don't try to study. You're not going to... I think one of my downfalls when I took the exam... The first two times, so I tried to cram some studying in between breaks and between the lunch break. I was like, oh, stop, let me look at my outline. I think that's a bad idea. Everybody learns differently. But for me, I think that erodes information that I've sustained in my knowledge bank over months of study. Because now all I'm focusing on is that crammed data. So I think that's a disadvantage. I don't recommend students doing that. And I mean, I passed under unique circumstances and everybody else. So I can't really, I don't want to give information that'll be detrimental to other people. But I think that's what I like. That's my only piece of advice other than, um, you know, you obviously don't have the convention. So like during lunchtime, go for a walk. You still, you're still going to have that hour. You're still going to have the hour lunch break, the checking in process. The ID process is a little different. It's not fingerprints anymore. They take a screenshot of you on your laptop. And you're going to be recorded the whole time. Um, just be prepared for the unexpected and prepare for it to be a little uncomfortable. I would, call, I called my internet provider the night before, like, yo, can you make sure, like, you know, what can we do to, like, <laughs> so, like, if you if you have a ability to, like, I don't know, just set up the hotspot in case. And um, they recommend that you stop. And, like, I mean, not that you stop immediately. Sorry. They, they recommend, like, if something doesn't work, call immediately like don't wait don't like you know try to just finish out whatever you can and these exams are download downloadable by the way you download every portion so it's on your computer so like even if internet goes out they tell you finish your essay 
don't pause your essay to like call customer service. Like finish your essay and then between that break, call and somebody will pick up. I haven't had that issue. I'm grateful for that. I hope you don't have that issue either. And I hope it stays like that. I just knocked for good luck. Because I really <laughs> okay. don't like I really don't want that to be a thing. But that's just me. I failed the other two times. I don't feel qualified to talk about it. I still think like you don't have to worry about that though because of everything being virtual because of the pandemic. What about you, Eric? Any insights you can give us? As far as like what to expect, but in what context? Like the process of it or like... I guess now, I, I really, I don't even know how right? to... It's yeah, just it's it's weird times, weird. right? Because <laughs> Listen, one of the things about the bar was to me that was shocking was the whole being in the convention center, right? Yeah. That... Listen, people tell you about it all the time, but until you get there, man, you don't see it. I had a girl, you know, I was walking out of the the the, Barry, the room that Barry had. Mm -hmm. I seen this girl, like, literally just wake out, just like, ah, and just run out. And I was like, I did not need to see that, bro. <laughs> I did not need to see that, oh, bro. Girl. I seen people, like, I, this is girl puking at the door. As soon as she walked out of the, the SD portion, she was puking. Listen, the girl that was sitting next to me taking the, the, the bar... This girl, it was 9 o'clock in the morning the first day, and this girl was sweating bullets. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can tell you're not nervous at all, bro. <laughs> and I looked at her, and I was like, and I, I, I figured that we could curse in here because I've already done it a couple times. But I looked at her, and I was like, I forgot her name. And I was like, listen, I was like, I'm going to tell you what I've been telling my friends the entire time. And I tell the audience, too. It's a little vulgar, but this is the attitude that you have to bring in, right? Just let it go. Just big dick energy. Go through it. Right, just go through the exam, and she looked at me, and she was sweating bullets. And she looked at me, she was like, she had failed it in July, and she looked at me, and she was like, you know what, I like that. She's like, you're right, and I was like, all right, good shit. Yeah, I had basic a similar, energy. Let's do it. I had a similar experience with somebody when I took it the second time around. This girl next to me was like crying, and I was like, shut that shit down. I was like, hey, shut um, it down, bro. We don't need that. We don't that, need that's, that. I, that's, I said that. I, I said something similar. I was like, hey, um. And I've never told anybody this. I was like, hey, um, I don't know you, but you can't do that shit. It's affecting me. That, <laughs> it's so selfish. It, and I and I feel so bad saying it, but like, you can't cry next to me. That shit is affecting my ability bro, to pass. Unpopular opinion. The fact that she was crying like that was also selfish on her end. Man, take that to the bathroom, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need all this insecurity to be away from me. You know, like, there's that's a lot the of stuff. Karma, bro. I failed by one point. Listen, but that's. <laughs> But that's the, that's what you know. I think that was the big thing to expect at the bar, right? It's just whether you believe it or not, it's gonna affect your psyche, yeah. right? You see people freaking out like that, you're like, oh man, am I am I? Is that gonna happen to me? Yeah, you? for real. What the fuck? There was a girl that got caught cheating when we got when we took the bar. Really? Yeah, man. I didn't know that. <laughs> so uh, a friend of mine was taking the bar a couple of like uh, in another area, and she. How you got caught cheating? <laughs> bro, check it out. Dumbest thing ever. This lady, this girl took had um, sticky pads, like little sticky, <laughs> and she instead of bro. I'm not condoning cheating on the bar, but if you're going to do it, be smart about it, right? And this girl was ripped up the little sticky notes where she had whatever notes she had, right? And tossed them underneath her chair. This girl's an idiot. Bro, put it in your pocket. Eat it. Go to the bathroom. Throw it in the toilet. I don't do something, right? And they and they picked it up off the floor and they put it all together and put it on a piece of paper. And, they, and she had elements to certain subjects on there. And they let her finish the test. Right? They let her finish the test. That's oh, yeah, so yeah. evil. So they let her finish the test. When the results are out, she's not going to find her bar number. When she calls the bar, she gets a hearing. And when she gets to the hearing, they don't even question her. They just tell her that she's suspended for five years. That's what we were told by Barbary and some of the bar officials because we mentioned it. And I thought that was nuts. 
right? Like, dude, what are you doing? You know, like uh, that's what that's what my why do you ch- why people do anything but study for this exam? Really, I'm a prime example of that, <laughs> bro. Bro, just no, I swear to you, just study. It's a lot easier than cheating. Well, I mean, I don't know how people cheat though. Like, dude, listen, I was super paranoid walking into that big convention Yo. center, and you have the lady in the in the spirit. You know, you people's any, exam. If you have anything that's not allowed here, please bring it up. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> like what? You know, I was people so are afraid. Saying... I had a nightmare that I took my cell phone into the bar room. <laughs> Dude, it was so crazy. You know, people's exams are still getting flagged by the Florida bar. They should be, man. Even I mean, after people pass them. That's nuts, bro. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I, my um, the senior associate for work company, my firm, Chris, he was telling me, oh, people in Kentucky are getting their exams recalled because they gave them wrong. Oh, yesterday. Like, oh, yeah. Was it yesterday? There yeah. was a state. They, they, Kentucky. The second half of the alphabet got the wrong results. So today or yesterday, they were sending people emails saying, Hey, uh, we're sorry, but you didn't fail. You did pass, so you know. And then the other was, way around too. Yeah, if, you, dude, if they were suicidal, this, I mean, they, hopefully they found the email in time. And if they found out that they passed, and then they didn't, I mean, imagine you just celebrated throwing in everybody's. You're like, oh, Esquire, Esquire. Nope, negative. Oh, it's gotta be her. For <laughs> All right. Well, this is the TJ Slaw Show. Uh, this went on a hell of a lot longer than we expected. <laughs> uh, we want to thank our guests, Eric Salazar and Raisul. Buyan. I will get that right one day. Uh, and I am Sahil Patel. Wait, wait, wait. I had a list this time for shout-outs. Oh, yes, yes, actually. Yeah, because uh, last time you said, oh, where's your shout-out? It's lame. Right. You don't need people. Bet. I got a list this time. Okay. Oh, Rasul actually has a list. I'm looking at it right now. Um, we we do have quite a few um, people that listen to this. Uh, hundreds of people that listen to this. Yeah. Um, it is on iTunes, um, Spotify. Yeah, I caught it on Spotify. When yeah. you posted it, I was like, "Yo, this is dope." <laughs> on, on all the major channels, we're already we're already up there. And let me know when I can go. Um, other attorneys have started doing something similar, um, just because we started doing this here. Um, but yes, Raisul has a list, and he's gonna go through his list now. Go ahead. All right, first person I want to thank is um, Theodicia Collins, who helped me um, foster an experience. Basically, foster an air. Just helped me grow up as a person. She was my high school assistant principal, who was also an attorney in New York, and then she helped me. Sort of got she guided me through the bar process and going into law school, and then after law school, you know, we still keep in contact. I want to give a big shout out to Melissa. Of course, you guys know the genius girlfriend that I have. She's very intelligent. She's gonna. She's looking through your bar material right now and helping you with the bar. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Katarina again for um, providing me with the books. Since he's here, shout out to Eric <laughs> for being my roommate in Spain. Hey. Um, shout out to you, Sahil, and your wife Snehal for again for letting us study. I mean, I, honestly, I didn't have a place to study the second time. Like it was if you if you guys didn't open up your house like I wouldn't have had a place to study. Um, shout out to the law firm I work at, Zanasco and Rees, specifically the partners Wanda and Gerald and the senior associates Chris and Angela for holding it down for me while I study for the bar for being understanding that hey, he's going through a bar right now. He'll eventually bounce back and having faith in me and never losing faith in me. Um, who else? Who else? Give me a second. He, he he is actually reading this. Yeah, he got a whole list. He has a whole list. He's actually. You told me to come this. with the list last time. I, shout yes, out to shout out to my childhood friends Jabir, Abir, Ish, Abdullah, for 
you know, staying staying true to me, you know, continuing pushing me for to go through with this legal field thing. Shout out to Jabir for going through medical school. Proud of you, man. Shout out to Abir. Shout out to Abdullah for, you know, um, for your continued success in the finance field. Shout out to Catalina for always being a great mentor to me and a friend and a role model, someone I can look up to. Same to you guys, Sahil, Eric, some being people I look up to on a daily basis. Um, shout out to her boyfriend, Derek, and fiance now, who's also an amazing individual. Um, well, this guy's got a Grammy one. speech. He sure yeah. does. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Anybody How many else? pages? I don't know. Wow. Gotta keep scrolling like he's on Instagram. Shout out to Eddie Berto. A great friend from college. Shout out to Eric. Um, who else? You shout out Eric three uh, times. No, not not this Eric. Um, Eric. Um, Eric from Saint Lawrence University. Uh, shout out to my friend Miriam from college, who's still friends with me. She's in Germany right now, and you know she's always been a friend to me. Who's um, helped me so through through college and everything and. Again, shout out to Melissa. Shout out to Melissa's mom, Virgie. Shout out to Chris, um, her, her father, for helping me. You know, continue. I think it was her mom that was like, you know what, this is it. I feel like he's gonna pass the bar this time. She gave you those vibes. Yeah, she gave me those vibes, and I, I'm telling you, those vibrations like priceless, bro. Priceless. Shout out to her aunt and uncle Lou and Chelsea, who constantly supported. Melissa and I through everything. You asked me for a list last. I'm not. No, 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 no. no you, you can't get mad at me now. I'm last time you asked you. me for a list, so I'm giving you a fucking list. Um, shout out to Joshua Tejas for letting us use the space to study. Shout out to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I missed anybody, I really, 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 really. Well, I don't have sorry. a long shout out list, but I will just do a shameless plug. Shout out to the Martindale Law Group. Of course. Personal shout out to Zanasco and Reese, PA. Personal injury attorneys out in Hunters Creek do all Orlando, all of Florida. Hit me up. <laughs> Work comp and family laws. And got I'm some student loans to pay, baby. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but if I was gonna give a shout out to everyone, obviously all my friends and but most importantly, man, I think one thing that we didn't really talk about that I just want to put out there is the support group yes. that you have around you. Oh shit! You know? Shout out to Armando. Yeah, shout being out. A great Listen, friend through law school. My girlfriend, who, you know is incredibly smart she's extremely supportive i wouldn't have been able to get through bar prep without her like same you know i i would come home and just unload all of like my worries and concerns mm -hmm. on on her right and she would just sit there and talk to me about it and ultimately like do like a, a review at the end of my night and you know from the very moment she kept telling me that she had no doubt about it and my biggest fear was letting her down because yep. i wanted to be able to pass the bar yeah I... shout out to her dude she was like Everything. I mean, she has everything. She's great. I gotta, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Like, I think I talked about it on the last podcast. You know, my biggest... The thing that hurt me the most about feeling was, you know, I felt guilty that Melissa had to suffer because of me. You know, but, like, when I passed, I felt a sigh of relief. Like, yo, she doesn't have to prop me mm -hmm. up anymore. Like, I got us. And that, to me, was... That, to me, was the best feeling, you know. Like, she, she literally looked through my outlines. You know, if I didn't understand something, I could just be like, hey, Melissa, can you... Like, I'm t tell her this, and she'll tell me this. And, you know, she, she tells it how it is. Like, you know, if it's stupid, like, she'll tell me, oh, this is fucking stupid. What the fuck? Why are you thinking like this? And I think that oh, that also was a big deal, big factor in me passing the bar. You know, my bar 
my license is as much as hers. Because without her, I would not have gotten through. It's tough, man. But those people, if you have the right people around you, bro, yeah. it's, that's all you need. The right support system. Okay, uh, Rasul, are you sure that is it? No, actually, I got like a couple of couple oh, of God. other people. I want to <laughs> I want to shout out the guy from the corner from the corner store I grew up in. No, I'm kidding. We good. We good. All right. Well, once again, this is the Teacher Slaw Show, and that is the end. Uh, finally, uh, our next episode will probably be sometime in maybe January or just after the bar exam uh, in February. Yeah, you gotta focus. Yes. Um, I am going to sign off now and study for the next 10 hours. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. All right, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. Thank you for coming in. <laughs>